time for another board recap podcast, our first meeting of the month of January in the year of 2023. How are you today, Dr. Smith? Doing great. It is difficult to believe that half of the school year is already over and we're in our second week of the second semester now. Yeah, it seems like we were just ramping up to open school for all of our students. And like you said, here we are now on the backstretch of this school year. So amazing. Time really does go quickly. So we had our first board meeting of the year last night. And before we even get to good news, we had our... um, we had our swearing in of new board members. That's always kind of interesting, exciting. It's the beginning of the year. And in this case, we had four board members that were sworn in last night, two returning and two new. So I know you're anxious to welcome our new members. Certainly am. Uh, and Mike Duckworth is, while he is a new member, he certainly is also a new, but not member. new. Yes. Had a four year uh, interruption of his service. And then uh, Melissa Moore. Um, I actually had her as a student many years ago at, at Bossy High School. First school board member that you actually taught. Uh, that is that is correct, yes. yes. Uh, but, you know, great student, very kind, very thoughtful, and uh, those qualities still exist within her today. So excited for her service, too. And then to get to welcome back um, Chris Kiefer as yes. well as David Hollingsworth. So. Yes. That constitutes the four that were elected this time. And then every other year, we do have the swearing in of new officers. But then every year, we have uh, statutorily required functions that we have to perform in board meetings. So those were also accomplished in this first board meeting. Okay. And then we did, of course, as always, include good news. We always have a lot of good news. So we'll put that up on the screen now. And some of the things that we've highlighted recently on our social media, I know you always like being a part of this and just seeing this come together back before. Christmas, we did our annual holiday message or a holiday video. And this time we had our elementary students and our high school students and uh, several of our instrumental staff, including yourself, come together. And that was really a, a fun time to put that together. You know, it was, and I've heard many people comment that it was great to see the total yes. programming aspect of instrumental Correct. music. So from our young ones to our high schoolers, and then to also our staff members that, um, uh, we're not only backing up our student musicians, they back up our students and provide service to them throughout the school year. So that was really exciting. I think that uh, that was also a pretty widely viewed video. Yes, definitely. Th- those always do very well on social media. I know people are in the holiday spirit, but just like you said, to see the full gamut of our fine arts program featured on the stage and uh, from young students to high school students. Yep. And it, it really is exciting. And then the, as you said, the staff members as well. So, and I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, share some appreciation for Cheryl Schuster, who really yes. put all of that together. Those things don't just happen. No. So no, no, no. So they, we, uh, we want to give her a shout out. Yes. We appreciate her efforts in that. So in addition to that, then we did uh, some holiday artwork, uh, that we shared from two of our high school classrooms and and people really enjoyed clicking through these pictures. Just amazing what our high school art students are able to do. These are ceramics, as you can see, the ones that are featured here. And they look like something you would actually purchase, let alone oh, that our students would do. So I we, just look at that gnome and think how creative right, that is. Right. It's just great, great. Yeah. Or the or the holiday house next to it. I mean, right. that looks like something you would buy at a craft fair and that Absolutely. was done by one of our students. And then there were several pictures featured. And then on another note, congratulations to Mrs. Gibson. She is a teacher at Wrights High School. She was a WKDQ Teacher of the Month for December. So we're certainly very proud of her. Uh, once again, this is something you you know well. The Middle School Honors Orchestra performed in December, and I think they did a great job as usual. They certainly do. And I was blessed to be able to conduct a number with them. Uh, that's always such a highlight. And they're so well-prepared 
uh, every time that I had that opportunity that I, I just think what a great future we have in store for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and then this is something our athletic director, Dr. Andy Owen had the opportunity to work with a group of girls, uh, athletes for the first female flag football jamboree at Lucas Oil Stadium up in Indianapolis. This was, uh, through uh, an event coordinated by the Indianapolis Colts. And you can see from looking at these pictures that the girls not only played well, that they had a great job. Love looking at those smiling faces that tells it all. You just can't help but smile when you look at those pictures. Right. And Coach Owen said they did a great job as well. I mean, well, I think he picked. Uh, I, I think he folks, might have. I, so that he would be certain they were competitive, and they were. Right. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Great opportunity for those students. Uh, it was announced through our EVSC Foundation uh, that the Adams family will be this year's 35th, which that's hard to believe, annual summer musical July 13th through the 16th at the ONB Events Plaza. This will be a great show. And I know you've been involved with this really since the beginning. Actually, uh, when you have that 35th up there, it makes me harken back to the days where we actually had the initial planning for those yeah. summer musicals. So that just kind of is an indication that I've been around for a long time. <laughs> yes, but great opportunity for our students in that as well. We did another community spotlight. We like doing these. We're so blessed in this community to have great individuals and organizations to partner with. And we all are very well aware of the West Side Nut Club. So we featured them recently. They've literally given hundreds of thousands of dollars to our schools over the past many years uh, through fundraising, through events like the Fall Festival. So it takes everyone in this community appreciative of them. And then last but not least, uh, we had our January Cause for Applause winner, Mrs. Biernes. Uh, she is an ESL teacher at Stockwell. We got to be a part of that as always. And boy, you could feel the positive energy and the love. I'll just say that in the gym as she was walking in. You sure hit it on the head. The entire school was in the gym. And then when she is announced as a Cause for Applause uh, recipient, just the smiles on the faces yeah. of the students and the faculty there, you know you got it right. And, you know, we coordinate that through through our central office, but the schools really kind of plan the surprise. They certainly do. And, boy, you can tell they put their heart and soul yes. into it because of how much appreciation and respect they have for yes. the given winner each month. So right. a lot of fun to do that. And just but. what she means to that school. Well, and yeah, we won't even go into all the details, but to say she's a teacher doesn't even cut it. I mean, she is a teacher, a social worker, a counselor, she servant leader. Students. Yes. The family is just incredible. Yes. What, what she does. So big thanks to Maria Biernes for that. Um, and then that took us into the organization of the board of school trustees. And I think you've said most of this, except I, I know, um, we're going to have the same uh, organizational structure this time, correct? Right. So I'll just go over some of the highlights. Um, so we did have a swearing in of the newly elected board members. And then uh, after public comment, the organization of the board of school trustees are those functions that have to take place on an annual basis. So we had the election of the president, vice president, and secretary of the board. Uh, and that occurred as well as then the uh, 3.02 consideration to prove the organizational resolution. So once again, the board is tasked with annually designating when the meetings will take place, adopting existing bylaws for the coming year. They authorize the board president to appoint individual board members to committees. They appoint legal counsel. They also appoint a board member service legal or the legislative liaison. Then also they appoint the treasurer and the deputy treasurer. So that was all done through resolution. Then finally, item 3.03 was 
actually appointing that legislative liaison to the Indiana School Board Association. Okay. And then we moved from that into consent items, three of those. If you'll take us through those, please. Yeah. So then we moved into the more traditional aspects sure. of the meeting. So item 4.01 is consideration of the minutes of the December 12th meeting. Moving to, on to item 4.02, consideration of the allowance of payments. So this was a larger allowance of payments than we traditionally have in a period of time in between board meetings being $22.5 million, but really only about $1.3 million of expenses for the whole month of December were paid prior to this. So this is basically two payrolls. It's our health insurance premiums and then also the end of the year types of invoices uh, that that come due. So that's really not atypical for a December allowance of payment. That might be a nice time, too, just to give a shout-out, as I think we've done in the past, to our business office, because there is a lot of work that they come in and do when most of the rest of us take some time off over the holidays. Those individuals are coming in because there's a lot of work that has to be done in that office to close out the previous year. Yes, I appreciate that shout-out because while the vast majority of our employees enjoy two weeks off over the holidays, not the folks in the business office because they have to make certain that everybody continues to get paid. Yes. They do the end year reports. They make certain that all the financials and the year end of the year financials are in place. Um, the business of EVSC doesn't stop over right. that two week holiday so break. Kudos to those team members. Absolutely. And then when we look at the last consent item, item 4.03, consideration to prove the permanent easement to Center Point Energy Indiana South regarding Evans Elementary School. So you can actually pull up on the document, and I believe it's embedded in here actually on the second page where you can see what looks like a Google Earth photo. And then uh, it is just a small easement or um, piece of ground that allows access kind of an access to our 11 yeah. acres, yes, right. off of Kentucky. So Center Point needs a little bit more from that easement. So this is basically what that agreement then memorializes. And then that wraps up consent items, takes us into personnel recommendations. And uh, those personnel recommendations are there for anyone's perusal. So you can click on those if you are so inclined. And then four different items under action items last night. Yes. So 6.01 consideration to adopt policies 3020 as well as 403 which are sexual harassment grievous procedures. So as we move away from NEOLA policies, which was a policy service that we had to the Indiana School Board Association's policy service, this is really bringing up to date and moving into two policies where we had, I think, uh, actually four or three policies before. So 3020 combines the old NEOLA policies of 3362 and 4362, which really were germane to personnel, and then <clears throat> puts them into policy 3020, and then policy 403 then takes into consideration the old NEOLA policy 505017, which had to do with students. Then moving on to 6.02, consideration to prove the 2324 program of studies. So anytime we add courses to our program of studies in high school, the board uh, does have the authority and the responsibility to approve those. So they did so in our board meeting on the 9th. 6.03, consideration to prove the agreement with Marion University for a clinical residency program. 
this really is a pretty unique program. Yeah, where, this is interesting. Tell us more about this. So education students that graduate from Marion then will actually graduate with a bachelor's and a master's degree. And in that last year, they do a year-long clinical residency, in this case, with EVSC. So they will be paid a stipend for their work during their clinical residency. They will receive their master's degree. And they will also then, in that clinical residency, get just a year's worth of experience with one of our master teachers. Uh, it's a great setting, and then it's also, I think, a great recruitment tool for us. Sure. I don't know too many programs really like this that I'm no, familiar there, with. There are not many in the nation. They, I think, are becoming more uh, prevalent because of what it really does for uh, those that are in the education world. Um but we're excited to get that going with Marion. Yeah, definitely. And then one more item under. Yes, 6.04, uh, consideration to approve the contract for the 2023 Bossy High School Chiller Replacement Project. So we will replace all four chillers at Bossy. Uh, and uh, as you can see, the amount there is $891,924 just for air conditioning units at Bossy High School. Yes, so that obviously takes careful planning for us to maintain that throughout the district when we have 40 schools. So kudos, as we always say, to our facilities office because, boy, this is just a dedicated process of making sure that we stay up to date on HVAC, which is very important if our students are going to be comfortable in their learning environment. Correct. And I, I, just a shout-out to Daryl uh, Ingermeyer, Chief Facilities Officer, and his crew. Uh, as we know, Freon, as we would yes. uh, have called it, that is no longer uh, utilized now as a refrigerant in our HVAC systems. But that, I think, <clears throat> and I'm going to get this wrong, I think it is, um, was it $8,000, I think? It's an incredibly expensive yes. amount of money, I know now, if you purchase yeah, it. Yeah, for, a, I believe, a 30-pound uh, container of yes. that refrigerant. So we are able then to recycle all of that and then use that in our other chillers that continue to use that kind of right. Freon. So as we uh, move to new units that don't require that, we are recycling, cleaning, and using right. that for our units that we have yet to replace. Yes, which saves us, I think, a tremendous amount of money. Yes. Um, and this is a major operation. We'll bring a big crane in. Uh, it's not like setting uh, an air conditioning unit on a concrete pad outside of your house. Right. Right. It is right. It is a very involved right. process. Um, so once again, appreciate all the work that our facilities folks do. Yes, absolutely. Um, and just real quick, I'm going to shout them out because as we know, we had extreme cold temperatures right before Christmas. Uh, we fared really pretty well, but of course you do have on occasion a, a couple of water issues when you have that. And boy, they were on it and they were working diligently to make sure that anytime we had an issue because of those extreme temperatures, it was taken care of and anything that right. needed to be cleaned up was cleaned up. So yeah. kudos to them for that. So we have 5.1 million square feet under roof. So you're going to have some issues sure. where you have uh, just abnormally cold. Yeah, when it's seven below. But uh, our folks monitored. And then if there was an issue, as you said, and there are going to be issues. Sure with that much square footage under roof, they were right on it. So yes, appreciate them. And also monitoring all of those conditions over the holiday. Break. Right, right. And then we had uh, five items under information items last night. Yes, so I'll bracket those into really two separate categories. The first being 7.01, consideration to award the contract for the Highland Elementary School upper level flooring. Uh, this will then complete uh, all of the flooring uh, at uh, Highland, so we're excited to bring that mm -hmm. to a uh, conclusion. Well, they look great. The schools that we've been able to finish really does make a difference. Yes, 
So we're excited for that, and hopefully the board will approve that in our next board meeting. And then the next four items under information are all the monthly financial reports that Dr. Underwood brings to the board for their uh, perusal and for their information. And then we wrap that up and went into continued business. And I think you basically uh, were saying how pleased you were with the start of the second semester. Yes. Um, I, I'll shout out uh, Hebron specifically. They uh, wanted to make certain that it was a joyous return. Right. and. I think they posted 60-some-odd photos yeah. on Facebook. That first could, day back, they yes. wanted it to be fun. Yeah, and it was. So yes. I appreciate all the extra effort that they went to to make certain mm-hmm. that that was a great experience for our kids. And that's that's just an example of what all of our schools sure. do. So. Sure. But I uh, wanted to shout them out for that. Yeah, definitely. And then this meeting came to an end. And could you just explain for us what we did next? Because we basically called a second very short meeting right. to order. So Indian law requires that we have one financial meeting a year uh, for the specific purpose of the Board of Finance accepting reports from the treasurer. So that's what we did after the regular board meeting last night. There was a uh, call to order for the finance meeting. And one of the first items of business was the election of the president and secretary of the board of finance. And it's been our tradition that then the individuals that serve that year as the president, as well as the secretary of the board, then assume those roles for the board of finance, which was approved last night. And then basically Dr. Underwood presents two reports. The first report is the annual report of investments which basically we invest in Trust Indiana. So it's a one-pager that is the summary of accounts. You see the beginning balance, the investments, the payments, the earned income, and then the current balance for the various funds that we do invest. So this past year we earned um, income off of those investments of $373,500. And then the final report uh, that Dr. Underwood provides is the report uh, that really, um, they're documents that are obtained from the Indiana Distressed Units Appeals Board. We refer to that as DUAB. And uh, I think there are 20 some odd pages that are just various reports um, that the public has. So the first page is basically where you can access things. And then when you go on to page 2 through 29, there are various things about the free and reduced lunch percentage, special ed percentage, the n- certified net assessed valuation of Vandenberg County because that is our place of legal settlement for the EVSC. You see certain demographic uh, data, and then you see a lot of financial information dating back to 2013 for all the various funds. And that's there for the board to accept uh, or for the board to receive that. Um, financial information from Dr. Underwood, in addition to the four reports that they receive on a monthly basis. Well, and that was the part I was going to lift. If you're not familiar with listening to us do these board recap podcasts, while this was a state mandated finance meeting that we have, finances are a part of every school board meeting really throughout the entire year. They absolutely are. Yes. Yes. So if you like finance, this is the podcast for you to listen to. So, well, a lot was accomplished last night. Good meeting to start the year so far. Knock on wood. We've been fortunate with weather here in January. So I know you're hoping that that continues. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) So that we can keep those students in the buildings learning. But thanks for taking the time to go through this. It's always my pleasure. Thank you.